Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. I hope you are having a great day so far. Today, I wanted to share with you an experience that I had recently in a business mastermind that I am a part of. We had a two-ish day virtual retreat. I think it was like four hours um, a day on two days. And this business mastermind is specific to business owners who also have young children and babies, moms. And I, uh, it's so funny. I always hesitate to invest in coaching and a mastermind, even though I know that the return is always there. It's so funny. The first time I ever had a coach, I think it might have been a couple thousand dollars, and that felt like a ton of money. And it is, right? That is a lot of money. And uh, gradually, as my business grew, I invested more in masterminds and coaching. And sometimes it would be $20,000 or $30,000, which every single time it feels like such a risk and such a huge thing. And especially this time around, there was this, I'll call it logical voice saying, Elizabeth, you don't have time. (laughs) You know, it's hard enough to find time to devote to work. And you need to put that towards getting things done. This isn't the season for a mastermind when you have young kids. And I'm so glad that I did it anyway, because what I had confirmed and what I know to be true is that those seasons where we feel like we don't have the bandwidth, they're the seasons when it probably matters the most. They're the seasons when we need the community the most. They're the seasons when we need the coaching the most. And for me, especially when I have so many demands on my time, I want to make sure I'm making the best decisions possible, right? When it feels like there's little bit of time for the energy and the effort that I have. I need the I need those decisions to count. I need those to be the best possible decisions because I don't have time to do a million things and try a million things and make a bunch of mistakes. That's when it matters most. And here's the deal. There's absolutely a sense of like, I can do it on my own. I felt that way in weight loss. I felt that way in building a business. I felt that way in getting out of debt. Like, I can figure it out. I can figure it out. And the truth is, I probably could and you probably could. But it is easier and it is faster and it is a better journey when you have the input and the insight from other people and you grow faster when you have the input and the insight from other people. Now, the cool thing that I always try to emphasize is that you don't have to spend a lot of money or any money at all on getting insight and influence from other people. I mean, that's the beautiful thing about the internet. There's all sorts of free communities that are amazing free communities. I feel like the Primal Potential Facebook group is a great example of that. But I always like to be just very upfront that it's not easy to make decisions about investing in coaching and community. Every single time I have reasons not to. And this time it was time, it was money, it was I have enough to focus on. But it is undeniable that there is more growth and faster growth and more profound growth when you have coaches and community. I wanted to kind of kick things off by sharing one of 
the meditations we did at the start. It was really, really short, like five minutes. But what I took away from it was really valuable. And I'm not a meditation teacher, so I'm not going to pretend to like take you through it. But essentially what we started by doing was reflecting on the version of ourselves that is the most motivated version, the the dreamer version, the version of ourselves that's like a go-getter, that's accomplished things. And I invite you to do that, to reflect on the version of you who has achieved things, the version of you that has big goals and a really exciting big vision for your future. Like think of that person. And for me, as I reflected on that person, I saw the girl who had the courage to leave her job and start a business and who from zero, from scratch, not knowing what she was doing, built a seven-figure business. And the version who wrote a book, not knowing what she was doing, but figured it out and wrote a book. The version who wrote a book in the deepest time of grief in her life. And even though I was going through deep grief of losing Dagny, and I was pregnant with Roman, I wrote a book not wanting to work, not being in the mood, not having any mental clarity whatsoever, or at least not anywhere near what I was used to, wrote, wrote my second book. I saw the version of me who takes care of my family. Like I am the sole provider for everyone who lives under my roof. Holy moly. And, and we're doing this really quickly, but I was like, you know, it's so easy for me to see where I could be doing better or where I wish I was further along. I think that's so, so common for so many of us that we see we should be doing better here. We should be making faster progress here. But it was so powerful to slow down and be like, damn, not only have I done a lot, achieved a lot, accomplished a lot, survived a lot, I am doing a lot. I am carrying a lot. And, and, and I'm sharing this not to like, publicly give myself a pat on the back. I hope you know me well enough to know that's not even remotely my intention, but to encourage you to reflect on not where you're falling short, not on how you haven't done it yet, not on the excuses that you make, but the version of you that is the go-getter, the vision caster, and just pause for a second to, to look at that person and observe, really see See who that is and see all that you've done and see all that you are and see all that you're carrying. And even though it feels vulnerable for me to talk about it, and it's not the most comfortable place for me to be, there was such a peaceful feeling as I went through this short four or five minute meditation of like, hey, Elizabeth, it's okay to just be where you are and not always feel like you should be further along or you should be doing things different or your business should be growing faster or you should be losing weight faster or you shouldn't have gained this much weight in pregnancy. Like you are doing so much. You are carrying so much. You have overcome so much. 
you are impressive. You who are listening to this right now, you are impressive. Don't lose yourself in the constant judgment of what didn't go well, where you dropped the ball. Those things happen to every single one of us, and sometimes they happen over and over again. Don't let that overshadow all that you are and all that you do and all that you've done and all that you are capable of. And the great takeaway in this for me was like, be patient, trust yourself. You have what it takes for all the things you want. You have what it takes. So relax and trust yourself. It's okay if it's slow. You know, one of the big frustrations for me in this season of life, and I've shared it before, is weight loss when I'm breastfeeding or pumping feels just painfully slow, uphill through the winter <laughs> while carrying cinder blocks. Um, and I just had this sense of, it's fine. You're going to get there. And they have the same kind of sentiment in business where it just is a different kind of challenge to be a business owner with three kids under two and you're a stay-at-home mom. And it felt so good to be like, hey, if anybody can do this, you can do it. Be patient. You don't need to run. You don't need to sprint. You don't need to go through your days disappointed that you didn't get more done. Like, it's all right. Sometimes every single one of us needs to recognize the tendency to want to be somewhere other than where we are now. And we don't have to continue to operate that way. Trust yourself. Sure, maybe you haven't executed on this one thing, but trust, not because you've done it before, but because of who you are. Look at other areas of your life. You have what it takes, and maybe what you need the most is to stop racing and rushing and being in constant judgment of yourself. Slow down. Trust who you are. Trust that you'll get there. And maybe release this notion that it needs to happen faster than it is. And I... After we did this meditation, I was kind of writing down notes to myself about what I was thinking and what I was feeling. And I even tried to reflect on it a little bit with my husband, though he tends to make a joke every single time. <laughs> like he's definitely not in the top three people that I should unload or unpack something like that with. But when I came in later that afternoon, I was saying to him, like, it just felt so good to recognize that I am doing a lot and that I have done a lot and that I am entirely capable of everything I intend to do moving forward and I can just take a breath and not push the pace and trust that it's all going to unfold. Maybe that's a perspective that really resonates with you that you can commit to coming back to because that's what I have to do. Please know that there are many moments in many days where I'm like, ugh, I wish it was going faster. I wish I was making better choices. I wish this, I wish this. Like, why can't I? Da, 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 da. And in those moments, I just come back to, you get there. You get there. Trust yourself. 
You have what it takes. If anybody can do this, you can do this. But let's do it without the frantic energy, without the judgment, without the drama, without the drain. Because that stuff is draining. One of the other really interesting things that kind of came as a indirect byproduct of these two days that I spent in this mastermind, I uh, was trying to make a couple business decisions about do I want to do this as part of Primal Potential or do I not want to do it at all? And I, I didn't bring it up to the group, but I was kind of thinking through it as other people were sharing and other answers were coming in. You know, a lot of times the great thing about these type of containers, these type of communities is that you don't need to ask your question directly to get an answer. You know, I see that all the time inside the consistency course. Even if you don't ask a question when we're live together, you really benefit from and can apply the answers to others. And in fact, maybe you didn't even know how to verbalize the question that you had, but you still received an answer through somebody else's question, through somebody else's conversation. So I was thinking through you know, do I want to do this? Do I not want to do this? And using the nuggets that I was taking from what other people were sharing. And later that evening, I I got a voice note from one of my girlfriends that I had kind of talked through this with and sent a message about what I was considering. And, you know, should I do this? Should I not do this? This is kind of what I'm thinking about. This is how I'm feeling about it. And she messaged back and said, you know, as you were sharing and talking through the, the pros and cons and where you're at with it, she said, the only thing I could think about was, Does it energize you? If you did it, would it light you up? And I was so grateful that I had asked her because so often I don't ask the questions because I figure I can figure it out myself. I can think it through and make a decision myself. And I hear this so often from my clients I didn't want to ask because I probably already have heard the answer. You've probably already said it before. I probably already know the answer. Or when people say, you know, even as I say this, I know what you're probably going to say. But it's so important to ask questions to other people, other people who you trust, other people who you value their insight because they open up our perspectives. And I've talked about this a lot recently on the show, how we operate within these familiar thoughts. And Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about this all the time, how we recycle our thoughts. And 90 some odd percent of the thoughts we think every single day are repeat. (laughs) They're just thoughts that circle back and circle back and circle back. And our actions flow from our thoughts. So as long as we're thinking the same way, we're choosing the same way. And when we invite other people into the conversation, they help us expand the way that we think. And as we expand the way that we think, we open up the possible outcomes, the things that we could choose from that. And when my friend Kelly said this, would it light you up? Does it energize you? If you were to do it, it's not a matter of like, do you have the time, which I was thinking about, or do you have the skills, or would it be good for business, and would it resonate, and would it align with your goals and drive all these outcomes that you want? Does it energize you? Would it light you up? And that got me thinking about it in a new way, and I actually ended up moving in a different direction with the decision because of that, because it was very clearly like, no, it wouldn't energize me. No, it wouldn't light me up. Easy decision. Done. Done. Because we want to design lives 
that energize us, that light us up. So many people are going through life on autopilot, the same kind of meh day, in and out, over and over, on repeat, and then they wonder why they soothe themselves with alcohol or they soothe themselves with food because maybe you didn't stop to consider what lights me up, what energizes me. And, you know, it's I, I've talked about this before, but it's been a while. When I was at my heaviest and I was really struggling with my weight, one of the things my mom used to ask me because she could see that I was deeply depressed, she would say, you know, what brings you joy? What brings you joy? And my answer at that time was either I don't know or nothing. And so I understand that even now sometimes when I have three kids and it's it's not easy to go do things outside of the house and I feel like any free time I have, I'm either working or I'm working out or I'm getting groceries or doing things like that. But this is so important to consider and to seek out and understand that when we say, I don't know, that's where we start. It's not where we stop. And also, it's just as valuable to know what doesn't light you up, what doesn't bring you joy, what doesn't energize you, and find ways to do less of those things. That is as valuable as adding in the things that do light us up. Because maybe in the season, you can't put something else on your plate that energizes you or lights something up, but you can reduce the things that are draining you, that are not lighting you up, that are not energizing you. My husband, Chris, recently joined a rugby team near where we live, and he loves it. And it's, you know, from my standpoint, it's not it's certainly not easy for us as a family to swing when there's travel games that are far away, and, you know, we've got these three babies, and it kind of eats up a weekend, and then he's got multiple practices during the week, and that kind of throws things out of kilter and puts a lot on me. But he loves it, and it lights him up, so we find a way. Does it energize you? Would it light you up? Does it bring you joy? I was so glad that my friend asked me this. And I wouldn't have thought about it that way without somebody else bringing that to the conversation. Ask people to weigh in. Ask people for their insights. Be in community where people can do that for you and you can do that for others because we've got to break outside of our habitual patterns of thought. It's such an important piece of growth. One of the cool things about coaching and community is that the growth that happens there is rarely because somebody told you what to do. Right? It's not like, oh, and then I learned X, Y, Z, so I did it. It's more like as you are present for conversations and questions with other people, your perspective expands and you unlock answers you didn't know you had. It's something that doesn't happen that way in a book because when you read a book, I mean, sure, it can expand your perspective, but you're processing it in the way that you always think. Hearing conversations and perspectives of other people in real time in a way that you can engage with, it opens up your mind in such powerful ways. And I just want to emphasize again, this doesn't have to be something you pay for, or if it is something that you pay for, it doesn't have to be a five-figure investment, right? It can be a personal trainer 
or it could be a free community. There's so many options. There's so many places that this exists along the spectrum. But the biggest thing that I just wanted to share, even though I I share it at the risk of making it sound like I'm patting myself on the back, which is certainly not how I intended, but just the stopping to connect with the achiever in you, the, the one with the dreams and the visions and the goals and just reflecting and then seeing if, if that version of you has anything for you to know. And when I asked that question, like, hey, that version of Elizabeth, like, what do you want me to hear? And it was just such a calm voice that runs counter to kind of my crazy frenetic brain that runs the day most of the time, bouncing from this thing to that thing. And I need another bottle and somebody needs a diaper and all three kids are crying. It was just like, hey, relax, you've got this. If anybody can do this, you can do this. Maybe you need to reflect on the version of you that is a mom. And just think about every facet of that person. And we did that too. And my takeaway was like, I'm a really good mom. Relax. Because every day I think about, I should have spent more time doing this. Or, you know, I wish I could spend more time with Roman outside. Or we should have spent more time outside today. Or the girls should have done more interactive things today. Am I stimulating them enough? Are they getting enough one-on-one attention? And it was just the same sort of sense of like, hey, enough of that. You're great, mom. The cool thing about podcasts is that you can pause and you can stop and you can do things. And I encourage you to do that, not just listen to this and move on to the next thing, but pause and really reflect on the driver in you, the go-getter, the achiever, the dreamer. Pause and reflect on the version of you that is a parent or the version of you that is a, a spouse and really truly take it in and ask yourself if that version of you has anything for you to know has a message for you because it was so powerful for me such a just a calm voice that doesn't reflect the normal the normal me that goes through the day and I've been able to kind of tap back into that over and over and over since then and I and I hope that for you and I want that for you I hope this was helpful. I would love, you know, this is very different than the normal episode that we do. Even when we do mindset, it's, it tends to be a little bit more tactical and tangible than this. So I'd love to hear your feedback on, uh, was it worth it for me to share these thoughts with you guys? Or are you like, eh, nice for you, Elizabeth. Next. I'd really love your feedback because this is more your show than it is my show. So message me on Instagram or shoot me an email. Let me know what you thought of today's episode and I will see you next time. <laughs>